0: We add to our readings for this evening from the Gospel of John, chapter 13, verses one through seven, 12 through 15 and 34 and 35. Before the festival of Passover, Jesus knew that his time had come to leave this world and to go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world He loved them fully. Jesus and his disciples were sharing the evening meal. The devil had already provoked Judas, Simon Iscariot's son, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew the father had given everything into his hands and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the table and took off his robes. Picking up a linen towel, he tied it around his waist Then he poured water into a wash basin and began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with the towel he was wearing. When Jesus came to Simon Peter, Peter said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, you do not know now what I am doing, but later you will understand. After he washed the disciples' feet, Jesus put on his robes and returned to his place at the table. He said to them, Do you know what I have done for you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right because I am. If I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also must wash each other's feet. For I have given you an example that you also should do as I have done, for you. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, so you also must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples when you have love for one another. Let us pray. Spirit of the living God, reveal your word to us this day that we might have life in your name. Amen. Having entered Jerusalem well aware of his impending arrest, Jesus gathers with his disciples to share a meal with them instructing his closest companions concerning the future. What will it be like after he is gone from their presence? How will they continue to care for one another? What challenges would they face in the days ahead? And what moments would they remember and cherish most? Today's reading is woven with intimacy and the closeness not of strangers, but of friends, characterized by a mutual affection and tenderness and vulnerability that some of us may recall from our own experience, or at the very least, from our sincerest hopes of what true friendship can be. Though the gospel writer will later record both the unsettledness of Jesus and the fear of his disciples, here there is no danger. Only the risks of belonging, of knowing, and of being known. It is with knowing that Jesus gets up from the table and picking up a linen towel, Jesus ties it around his waist, then he pours water into a wash basin and begins to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that he is wearing. One by one, each and every one of them. After washing the disciples' feet, Jesus put on his robes and returned to his place at the table. And then he turns the question to them directly. Do you know what I have done for you? I have set for you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Jesus did not wash the feet of his disciples simply to create a special memory of him but to provide a resource for their own ongoing discernment and formation as his followers. Because the wisdom in what Jesus is doing is not meant to be encapsulated only in the past, but to be learned and experienced over time. It is the sort of wisdom that gradually unfolds and deepens and matures that is why Jesus says to Peter, You do not know now what I'm doing, but later you will understand. Because the disciples would only come to understand what Jesus was doing as they began to wash the feet of one another. For in washing the feet of the disciples, Jesus is not simply providing a means of understanding who he is but also a means of understanding who they are and what the community of the church is called to be, supposed to be, with and for each other, with and for the world. By bending to wash the feet of his disciples, those perceived to be under his authority, Jesus as Lord and teacher shatters cultural norms and expectations. And by doing so, Jesus removes the claim of power over that is assumed by those whose feet are being washed. And in turn, Jesus empowers those whose hands are doing the washing. And since each one is made responsible for serving all of the others, so there is no longer anyone above or below anyone else because the followers of Jesus are the friends of Jesus, and the friends of Jesus have no authority whatsoever by which to claim to have power over another's body, life, or story. Instead, the church is called to generate the conditions wherein all persons are invited to be seen and named and known touched by the tenderness of the salvation of God. And this new possibility, this new reality, this gift, not only creates a different kind of community, but also a different kind of world. And that's because the foot washing of Jesus is necessarily rooted and grounded in relationships of healing trust and mutuality. It is a practice that builds our capacity for sustaining deeper and maturing connections with those around us. It's not a practice that we grow out of, but one that we grow into, that requires preparation and intentionality and openness. And it takes care and it takes time and it cannot be done well when it is only done half-heartedly. The experience of washing another person's feet and of having our own feet washed by someone else is an experience that confronts us with the realities of the human body and experience. This is about as real as it gets. No wonder it's so important. No wonder it's so crucial. Because whenever there is room for what is real and messy and ordinary and imperfect, there is room for the reality of the love of God to break through our fears and discomforts and breathe fresh air into the very spaces where we really live and share our lives. Which brings us to a very practical observation and that is this. The primary reason why Jesus washes the disciples' feet is because they are dirty. And the reason that their feet are dirty is because they are going places. And the reason that they are going places is because they are following Jesus. And they wanted more than anything to be where Jesus is. Foot washing is a practice for the church because when the church is following Jesus, our feet are going to get dirty. And when they do, foot washing is a practice that makes it possible for us both to welcome one another in from all of the many places where we have been and to prepare one another to go out to all of the many places that we're going The willingness to wash one another's feet is a practice of sending and return, of going out and of coming home again, a way of paying attention and noticing and tending gently to the daily needs and risks of togetherness. Where are you going? Where have you been? What have you seen? What are you looking for? How did it feel? Where does it hurt? These are the questions that we ask the people we love most. And it matters that we listen. And it matters that we take time. And it matters that we reflect honestly on what we hear as a way of sustaining one another on the journey of following Jesus together, the journey of doing our best to love one another well. For by tending to one another's feet, we are tending to one another's stories. Jesus gives us an example to follow and assures us that our love and care for one another will form us in ways that we cannot anticipate changing and challenging us beyond where we are comfortable, opening up space and helping us to see each other clearly, making us more aware of our rough spots and our growing edges, our aches and pains, our calluses and our tender places in order that we might experience anew the presence of God in our midst, leading us from where we have been to what is next. It is by doing so that we learn how to share and the mutual cultivation of the love of God in the midst of our everyday lives. It is the mission of discovering over time in and through the Holy Spirit that the church that God is calling us to become is none other than the community that people are so desperately seeking a place to heal and to belong, a place to be seen and to be known, a place to contribute and to celebrate, a place where love is real and made visible, a place where everyone is free to gather around the table of Jesus, the one by whose hands all things are given to be redeemed. Amen.